so what are you waiting for? It doesn't matter where in the world you are, money is everywhere, and it's easy money. Most people overthink wealth because of all of the stigmas, fear of not having any, fear of not having enough. Well, today I am going to show you how to locate and enjoy the money flow. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Greetings, I'm Stephen Canyon. Glad to have you back with us today. Kineticbelief.com is the website. Kineticbelief at StephenCanyon.com gets an email to us. And first of all, I want to remind you that the Law of Attraction 100-Day Guided Journal at Kineticbelief.com is available. So excited to have it back in stock. And uh, also, I've made attracting whatever you need into your life uh, easy because actually I'm going to guide you through the journal for 100 days to attract perfected health or wealth or relationships, whatever it is that you can imagine. I personally guide you on your journey of discovery. Also, while you're there, make sure that you check out the event calendar for the Mastering the Universe workshop locations and also brand new on the website, by the way, I have created... It's a workbook that will reveal your purpose for being here. One of the biggest issues that we always run up against at all of our workshops and Mastering the Universe workshops is people really aren't quite sure what they're even supposed to be doing. So you need to know what your purpose is. Get the workbook off the website and I guide you through the pages to discover what your original purpose is for being here in the land of the living. Most people that don't know who they are, you really are just spinning your wheels. You've got to start there before you even begin attracting. So you know what to attract. And, you know, it's, and also so you're not just living somebody else's life, doing what they, they have led you to do. No, you are a unique, one-of-a-kind creator. And there's no one else like you in the world. And so my purpose workbook will reveal your original purpose to you. And it's also going to reveal what you should do next. So it's on the website. And you can download and print uh, that uh, book right there off of kineticbelief.com, your purposeful workbook. Good day, Megan. Good day, sir. How are you, madam? <laughs> I'm wonderful. How are you? <laughs> Fantastic. Today, we're immersing ourselves into the money flow. Oh, my goodness. Just to kind of get out there and find you. Last episode was about money. This one's about money. I'm sensing a theme. Are you now? Yeah. <laughs> how's, your, how's your wallet? Um, it's going to be better, I think, after yeah. today. <laughs> uh, speaking of immersion, we are about to cross the big pond again on our way to Europe, and yes. I am excited. I'm so excited. Do you oh have a favorite goodness. place to go? Oh, man, that's tough. That is so tough. Um, probably Italy. That's probably my favorite. Italy. Yeah. Italy. Italy. Yeah? What do you like about Italy? Well, uh, obviously the food. <laughs> I mean, well, obviously, duh. right? <laughs> I mean, look at me. <laughs> you look Hello. great. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah, no, definitely the food. Um, just love the culture there, the people. Um, I like the coast. Going to the Italian Riviera is just mm. pretty wonderful. Just definitely my, my sweet spot for sure. And you like the coffee. Love the coffee. Best espresso. Is it I called? Think. Do we call it coffee there? Yeah, I think so. Cafe. 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 <laughs> <laughs> We're going to the cafe. Okay. Yeah. We're gonna <laughs> just stick close. Oh, we'll. we'll <laughs> I'll uh, order your coffee for you. The money flow. Uh, I love it. And the topic of money is fantastic. It's good, isn't it? It's important. It really is because. You know, we're told, you've mentioned this before, we're told so many different conflicting things, up is down, left is right, everybody has an opinion on money, how to get it, how much should you have, should you have it, should you not have it. So uh, getting rid of all the BS, cutting to the core of why you need it and how to get it is very important, I think, because it, there are a lot of voices out there on this topic. Well, there's so much fear involved in it, and so there's so many distractions, abstractions, uh, so many different ideas and thoughts about what money is, mm -hmm. how to get it, how to lose it. 
<laughs> and it's just there are so many misconceptions when it comes to finances and wealth and and money. There is, and that's why it is something that we will address and do uh, often. Yeah, and because it's it's not that complicated, and everybody no. tends to overthink it. Yeah, and you know, money is. It matters, right? I mean, it gives you power to do whatever you want, to go wherever you want, to love on people, to love on yourself, to spread it around, to invest, to have fun with it. It's the fuel that just makes all of our engines go round. So it matters a lot. Yeah, it does. And well, today I'm going to begin telling you why most people don't have access to their wealth. Okay. Why they can't get to the bank of where all their money is. This is a very cool topic too. The, I mean, the title that you've given it, the money flow. I really like that. It gives you the sense of uh, like you're standing beside a big healthy river and all you have to do is just dip your bucket in. <laughs> I like right. that. Well, and if you notice, I said to get to where your money is and, the ac- and to access your wealth. In other words, you already have money. Mm. What? You already have money. What do you mean? You already have wealth. I don't understand. You exactly. <laughs> so you came to the right place. And that's what it is. That's what I mean. People just don't know why they are here in the land of the living. Every person on the planet, and, and there are about 7.6 billion creators on earth, each one is already diversely and extremely prosperous in their original purpose. But the problem is they just don't know what their purpose is. The secret to attracting wealth, it, it always begins with knowing who you are and what makes you, now watch this, different. Why are you different? Not what makes you like somebody that you admire. But what diverse attributes do you possess that make you uniquely you? And, you know, isn't it interesting that regardless of where you go in in the world, and if you put in an application for employment, the first thing that they want to look at and that they're going to look at is what makes you common to us? Mm. What? How is it that you are like us rather than what? how is it that you're different? And, and that's just the way that we've been wired and programmed in the world today as it is, is to be competitors and to compete. You have to, first of all, look like everybody else. And that's a problem. That's a problem. And that's why most people remain average. People live broken lives while suffering in lack. And the world, the world is sick because of an identity crisis. And I think that money can, it's, it's incredibly manipulative. So, you, you know, you're talking about applying for these jobs and not having enough money and what that feels like. And, you know, the lack of money can make you do crazy things. It can make you start a business that you have, um, you know, no business starting that you don't even care about. It can just make you make horrible decisions when you're in fear of not having enough. So it's, it's an incredibly important topic because it does drive our lives. It does drive the path that we take. You know, we grow up having the fantasies and imaginations, dreams and desires, and we just uh, skip along counting uh, flower petals and watching clouds drift by, having the best time. And then one day we are all of a sudden an adult. We grow up and immediately we go into panic mode. Everything's a panic <laughs> and, and fearful. And, and yes, I'm going to do this thing that I loathe and I hate because I need money. I got to have money. So I'm going to work two jobs. I'm going to do all these things. I've got to have more money, more money. The majority of the world's population wither underneath the false accusations of each other. Well, you shouldn't have done that. You need to do this. I condemn you for that. I judge you for this. People just don't know what to believe. Every living, breathing man, woman, and child on the earth arrived here as a creator. And everybody has the genius of their greatness bound within each person. I mean, it's on the inside of everybody. And the wraps of those, the bindings are only loosened when they're observed. Wow, that's a great point that when we, when we're growing up, we have these, um, just euphoric dreams about what life's going to look like when we grow up. We can, oh man, I can do anything I want. I can live anywhere I want. I can be anything I can imagine. And then as you, as you grow up and you get older, you're told all kinds of different lies. It changes your perspective. And by the time you're a full-fledged adult, you have to unbecome some stuff. That's a great point to, to recognize. Yeah, you're in panic mode. So I don't care what you tell me. Tell me something that I can just believe whether it's true or not. I need to, you know, this is a fire drill. Don't you see my, my hair is on fire? <laughs> right. <laughs> and that's the way we go through life. Oh, it's so true. You know, you become, you become an adult and you realize that 
it feels like all I do is try to figure out what I'm going to have for dinner and take some more Tylenol. So it's it's not quite living up to what you thought it would be. Well, here's the key. This is the secret. Look, when, when a creator looks within themselves, an adult, and you look within, okay, you just time out. Okay, really, your hair's not burning. Just sit down and be quiet for a minute. Look within in order to appreciate and examine your unique and creative genius, your original purpose, because then you begin to attract a life that advances your mind and body and soul toward perfected completion. Look, prosperity is a state of mind, and you possess the quantum physical stuff of kinetic belief. Everybody does. Everyone, regardless of... I mean, everybody, and and here's the thing, so many people hear this and they're thinking, well, that sounds good for them, but I just don't believe it's true for me. Well, I am telling you right now, listen, every single person, regardless, regardless of nationality, race, color, creed, education, how much money you have or don't have, every single person in India, Africa, the U.S., the U.K., Afghanistan, China, Canada, Spain, Italy, Israel, Mexico, the Sudan, wherever you are, and regardless of why you are there, you have the authority to believe whatever it is that you want to believe and see your circumstances change. You have arrived on the earth, created in the image of the Creator, with dominion. And so that means that whatever you believe, regardless of where you are, whatever it is you believe to decide becomes a fact of your life. No one can abuse your dominion unless you believe they can. Wow, that's such a great point that, again, it's all up to us. It's all coming back to us. It's incredibly important to to remember that. I love that you remind us of that all the time, that all of this is going to come from within. It's up to you. Stop looking to all these people and places for these things that you're wanting and needing. Well, it, again, it always goes back to fear. And unless you come out from under fear, you're never going to realize and understand that you are the final authority for your life with sovereignty and control over your destiny. And with unwavering belief, then you determine your financial destiny, how much money you will or you will not have. And I'll tell you this, that what's exciting is that, you know, we have entered into an enlightened age of creativity. And that's where we are today, here in 2019. Humankind is advancing beyond the nature of the survivalist instinct of competition. I mean, think about that. The survivalist way of being and living and thinking is to compete, to take from somebody else what you believe you want or need to have. Human beings are are emerging into the consciousness of creativity and away from the appetite of covetousness. For for 6,000 years, it's it's been a wrestling match for the spoils. I mean, fear of famine has been, been natural to the unimaginative masses. Like buzzards, humans have been circling around whatever has been easiest to take, whatever they can find. Lack of knowledge has caused millions, if not billions, to perish. This is a great point that you're making that as a whole, we're as a whole society, this enlightenment is taking us from a mentality of survival to really thriving and this creative production mode that we can all get into. And it seems like that just it's going to earn money. It's going to make this living and, and get us into that money flow. But it seems like it's also going to mean that now money comes with immense satisfaction and deep fulfillment. And I love the idea that the marrying of those two things of, of your purpose and your creative genius with making lots and lots of money. Um, what a, what an amazing combination to achieve. Right. And it, and it is an achievement, but, and I would say this, that as we begin to redefine what it means to accumulate wealth and to have wealth and the money to do whatever it is that you desire to do, first of all, we get away from the mentality that we're going to earn it and we're going to create it and we're not going to work for it anymore. There's not going to be by the sweat of the brow that you earn and you work to have money. And that is a, uh, a limited ideology that was born out of uh, competition and an instinct to survive. 
But as we move into an enlightened age now, we are beginning to understand, and, and also when we compare it to quantum physics, we, we're beginning to understand that to, to have something, we attract it, and we attract it by the things that we desire to create. And we're looking within to notice and take note of our unique giftings, the things that make us unique, that we can then sharpen and grow and appreciate and unconditionally love. And by promoting and unconditionally loving, our unique giftings, we can then go out into the world and in, through an expression of creativity. Now, all of a sudden, the, the universal law of kinetic belief, which is an energy behind our creativity, begins moving us toward the thing that we're believing and desiring to attract. And so the substance of our heart's desire begins moving through the universe toward us and expanding our territory. And we're accumulating wealth, and, and it's coming from every direction. And it's coming from ways that we never imagined even possible, things that we've never even desired or even thought about, begins to match our kinetic belief, and it's expanding and advancing our life for having in, and enjoying more. Wow. How, how, do, you, how do you overcome the, that pressure and I guess you don't really need to do this anymore, but for people who, you know, they need money now, they're at the beginning of this process, how do, how do they overcome that negative energy pressure of, I need money now, I need money now, while trying to relax enough to be this creative genius and to sort of get this momentum going in this whole new direction? Cast down imaginations. The idea that I need money now is fear-based. You don't need anything now. It's fear-based. If it's fear-based, cast it down. Cast down those imaginations. Because we're going all the way back to the beginning to unbecome some of those things that have resulted in fear. And it's the things that you've imagined to see that really aren't there. They can't harm you. There's, it's just a, a bark and there's no bite. Mm. And it's like this. I've always loved riding horses. And just like you, we really enjoy it, especially up in the Colorado Rockies mm -hmm. and go up there and ride or up in uh, Jackson, Wyoming, wherever. But I bought a pony when I was, oh, I was gosh, about 11 years old and I, I bought it to deliver newspapers on. And have you ever seen a horse standing next to a hitching post because it, it sees its reins laying there on the post? <laughs> they do that in the and, movies all the time. And it, they're not tied, are they? They're just kind of, you see the cowboy just tosses the reins yeah. onto the, the post and uh -huh. it's just laying there. So the horse thinks, I can't go anywhere. <laughs> Resistance is created whenever it's believed. If you believe you need money now, you're creating resistance in your life and it's fear-based. If you live by what you see... The resistance will keep you where you are. Let me say that again. If you live by what you see, the resistance will keep you where you are, just like the untied reins of that horse. Creators who fail to spend time considering who they are are just like that horse. They're in bondage by the fear of the way things appear. Creators who go from day to day in lack needing money, not having enough, not enjoying their desires from the, the, the flow of money, the flow of wealth that's available to every person. These are the people who believe the condemnation. They believe that they've got to have it now. They believe they're in trouble if they don't come up with it now. They believe the violence. They believe what they see. They believe status. They believe racism. They believe prejudices rather than falling in love with the diversity of themselves. The average person who doesn't create to attract great wealth of, of themselves, that's the one who looks around to imagine what others have. I really like that you're pointing us in this direction of taking that time to really consider and meditate on who you are and not just the basic what is my heart's desire, but you know what does my idea of a perfected life look like? And how is this money going to support that? Because I think if we don't do that, it, it, you're going to go in this totally false direction, right? Because we're bombarded with all of this information that has nothing to do with us. Um, you know, the, the house that somebody on television wants probably has nothing to do with what you truly want in reality. So well, that, that, I was going to say that time with self is, it's just so important. 
Yeah, and when you're coveting anything that you see, you're right now, you're out of your purpose. Mm -hmm. Covet who you are. Look within to covet. If you have to covet, desire who you are. Fall in love with yourself. Covet that. Covet you. Covet your unique differences. Mm -hmm. And as you begin to, to bring those out and develop and to mature those... That's the thing that's going to attract your heart's desire. If, if, you're, if, if you're running around here, looking around to see what it is you want next, you, you're still out of line. You know, so many people throw away their entire lives because they, and, and I don't want to get into financial consultations or anything like that. That's not what this is. This, that's not what I do. I'm telling you that your finances will take care of themselves if you get your, your perspective in, in line with your original source substance of why you're here in the land of the living. The reason that people need financial consultations is so that they can do it, continue the juggling act without dropping any of the pieces. So that's not what I do. But what I will tell you is that if you will just begin to unbecome all of those fearful thoughts Take, for example, if somebody goes out and they take out a loan for some furniture to put into their living room, and then things, they, they lose the job that they were working that they shouldn't have been working anyway because somebody told them that's what they should do so they can make money to pay their bills. Mm-hmm. So they lose that job, and now they're missing payments on, uh, they're behind on payments on their furniture. And so fear all of a sudden besets them. And so they go out here and they're picking up bottles and they're doing, they're working two or three jobs so they can keep paying the payments on the furniture. And they're throwing the days of their life away in fear that they will lose their recliner. What a mess. I'm just saying that, okay, re- time to reset what is the only thing that should matter to you, the only thing that's important to you and should ever be important to you is not what can you accumulate through debt, not how much debt do you have, not, re- not even if you don't have any debt, how much money you have in the bank shouldn't be important to you. None of, that, none of that's important. What is important is who are you? What makes you unique? What are your giftings? What are your imaginative giftings? What are the desires of your heart? You probably can't answer that because you've never been away long enough from the negative influencers, people that are uh, trying to form thoughts and images for you and telling you how to live your life. So that's where all of this begins. And then when you get down to that place, now you can start considering the complete picture of you and you start all over. Wow. Everything you just said is incredibly powerful. And I want to go through a few little pieces of it here. Um, First of all, I like that you pointed out that it really is a red flag when you find yourself coveting something that someone else has, because in my mind, that would just sort of trigger you to go, okay, hang on a second. I don't want that, but what do I want? So I shouldn't be coveting what they want. Let me discover what my version of this is, what my true heart's desire is. So I love that that can kind of trigger us to to be mindful of those things, to look within. The successful person, first of all, realizes, or the person on their way, on that pathway, the journey to success, that the only thing that matters, and if you'll do this, you will find success immediately. Begin living your life to advance your mind and your body and your soul toward perfected completion. Then you're headed in the same way as everything else in the universe that's expanding toward perfected completion. Look, if you, if you don't do that, if you do anything but that, you're still in the mindset of competition. And then what you see, if you're looking around to see, well, what is it that I need next? Do I need a two-car garage? Do I need two cars to put in my two-car garage? <laughs> and I'm looking at these things, and now the thing that you're looking at becomes what you're now considering to compete to get. Covetous, competitive measurements of belief attracts the crumbs of what you see. If it belongs to someone else, your desire for it, it just simply attracts substance with sorrow. Humankind has entered into the enlightened age of creativity. And that's what the show is about. That's what I talk about. That's what my books are about and everything you get on the website. We've entered into the enlightened age of creativity where everything now changes. This is an exciting time to be alive, and you need to find out who you are so that you can enjoy the benefits of it. Oh, man, that's so powerful. You're telling us that we're going to attract when you're coveting what other people have and just focusing on that. You are attracting the crumbs from what is not even yours. That is strong. That's a strong thing for us to remember and to even commit to to memory. You mentioned the juggling act. Act, And that's a perfect way to say what it feels like when you are in any kind of financial crises, whether it's small or big, you do get this sense of juggling and you know that at any second, it's all just going to fall apart. And 
you're really showing us how to reprogram our thinking when it comes to that juggling act of finances, which is going to be so, so, so important because, you know, we all know that feeling. We've been there. We've all had those times in our life where, you know, people are calling the debt, the debt collectors are calling you over and over again. You're getting all the letters. You're worried. You're thinking about it constantly. It's a presence that just seems like it won't go away. And, and the way that you're addressing that mentally is a huge part of this. If you are in a juggling act, step back and let the chainsaw, the bowling ball, the bowling pin, (laughs) and the baseballs and basketball, whatever it is, let all of that hit the ground. Get out of the juggling act. You've got to go back and reset, and we're going to have to start this whole thing all over again. How do you you tell people to answer those questions for themselves when they go, well, if I let everything drop, my life's going to fall apart. It won't, I won't have anything. Good for you. You just did what most people spend a lifetime trying to figure out how to do, and that's to get out of a life that should fall apart. It's a life that's been constructed. It's false. It's not you. It represents someone else. And you're dying from it. People are sick because of the lives they're living. They're depressed because of it. They're taking pills trying to to find a way out of it. They're sad. There's misery all over the world because people are, they're becoming enlightened. And everybody knows that, hey, wait a minute. This isn't the way, this isn't who I am. All of the, the noise in the world and all the hatred and the, the, the venom, the, the toxicity all around me, this isn't who I am. It doesn't agree with, the, with me. Something's not right here. And that's what I'm talking about. We've entered into the enlightened age of creativity. The genius of creators is evolving all around the world right now. The genius of creators, everybody on the planet has that genius of creativity on the inside. And it's evolving with an ability to imagine wealth in any amount, to imagine prosperity and manifest it, to perfect their health and get up and walk when they couldn't walk before, to guarantee longevity and live until you're satisfied right now. Knowing who you are, it enables you to artistically begin to express your passions and the enlightened age that we're now entering into is it's now preparing creators for all of these, oh my goodness, all these new inventions of quantum mechanics. And that's where I really get excited. (laughs) That's where you get excited. (laughs) The quantum mechanics of it. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. And I like that you told us too, that resistance is only created when it's believed And again, we have to reprogram ourselves to remember these things and to think like this instinctively. Yeah, just, you know what, if it's the recliner you can't make payments on, save everybody the time and trouble and put the recliner in the back of your car, take it back down there where it came from, give it to them and sleep well tonight. Yeah, get a towel and lay on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever it takes to reset. It's the life is good and you deserve to live it that way. In other words, the best is now it is here. It, the creative imagination designed every single form in the universe prior to the big bang. We're talking about quantum mechanics and how exciting things are getting. And we know that this, that all of this that we're talking about, this is how everything that was created was created with an imagination which you have. If you are aware of yourself, you've got imagination. And the discovery of the Higgs boson, the God particle, revealed the hand of creation at work. And so the creative soul in every single person has the ability to attract whatever they can imagine to manifest. Those who fall in love with their creative genius, those are the ones who attract whatever amount of money that they desire. They really do. And it's never by the sweat of their brow either. And they do it over and over and over again and again. They don't do it one time and spin through it and go, oh my gosh, uh, I need a bankruptcy attorney. No, it just simply becomes them. They they become health. They become wealth. They become those things. There's an an emergence of desire with the, the substance of the thing that you're hoping for. And this is quantum physics now. This is philosophy. This is religion. This is the life of a creator in the land of the living who's attracting great wealth eternally. You have a soul and you live in a body and you are, you are living the life that you choose to believe right now. And if you believe money is an issue, it is. If you believe money is never an issue for you, then it isn't. Your kinetic belief is advancing you toward what you are believing to attract. You are a creator with awareness, and the substance of your awareness is you. Wow, I really like that you're taking us to this 
this mental place of of seeing ourselves ourselves as wealth as becoming wealth because like you're telling us that's going to create a financial flow of money because I, I know you've mentioned before that you have to see yourself as as wealth as if it's your destiny to be wealthy and I think that's incredibly powerful because a lot of times we're disassociated from money, from the thing that we think we don't have. And so seeing yourself as wealth, accepting that identity that wealth is your destiny, again, it just creates that flow that that's not going to run out because you've made the point before that you know money doesn't guarantee more money. <laughs> it's the wealth mindset that's going to guarantee more money. I mean, how many people win the lottery and they're broke within a year? Most. <laughs> and, so, and that's really a good point, Megan, is that when you begin to envision and imagine yourself as wealth, and you're doing this through the meditative practice of holding those thought forms and holistically seeing what your life looks like as a wealthy individual. What do you look like? Where are you? What does the room that you're in look like? Mm. What do your friends look like? Who are they? How is your life? And, and then... And not just the question, but now since you're posing the question to yourself, you are the you have the authority to answer it, and you can answer it in any way that you you choose. And the way that you choose now becomes your present tense desire, because then you're going to meditate to see this as your life as it is right now. So not it's not something off in the future. Again, there's a quantum uh, perf way of perfecting the subsymmetry of your desire to where the law of attraction, the substance of what you're hoping for, begins moving into the vacuum that you're creating through your desire. It cannot remain a vacuum, not in this universe. It's not the way this was created. It was created so that with your authority and your dominion, you can create that vacuum. The substance then of what you're hoping for begins to move into the vacuum to rearrange your circumstances, to ab absolutely create symmetry to the thing that you're hoping to see. So every belief that you have, whatever it is that you say that you believe, is going to manifest according to that type of belief. So if what you believe is fear-based, well, then what you fear is going to come against you. And, but if what you believe is, is based in unconditional love for yourself and other people, then what you believe will come for you to manifest your best life. This is such a higher, higher, higher way of thinking than ever before. Because what I was getting out of uh, what you were saying at the beginning of that, of that part that you just went through is not, we're not imagining piles of money. <laughs> when we're manifesting money. I think it's interesting that you're telling us to imagine that perfected life that money can provide. So you are, you know, you're imagining what you look like, what you're wearing, what your home looks like, what your friends look like, your relationships. And that's connected to money, which I think is an important differentiation when we're talking about this manifestation and you, then you were getting us into symmetry and imagining that process. I, I think that's incredibly important. Most people that just play around with the law of attraction fail. And the reason is because they are, they start off by saying, I want a million dollars. I'm just going to believe for a million dollars. I can see it. I'm happy for it. I'm grateful for a million dollars and then nothing really happens. Right. And the yeah. reason for that is because they don't have a, they don't have a holistic part of their desire for having the million dollars. If you ask them, why do you want a million dollars? Most of them can't tell you why, yeah. other than I just want to be rich. And so an, an excess, an abundance of a substance, um, it's, it's still fear-based because it lacks the sustainment in quantum physics to be able to, uh, you're not really creating a vacuum for something without purpose. Wow. Because it all goes back to the foundation of your original source purpose. And so if you begin to imagine that, let's say that, you know, you just know and you're knower that your purpose, your original source purpose, the reason that you are here in the land of the living is because you're supposed to go 14 miles, exactly 14 miles north of Las Vegas to build a new city. <laughs> So you get on the next plane and you head out there, you land in Vegas and you drive 14 miles due north. You put a stake in the ground. Well, you're putting some kinetic belief to your original source purpose. The idea and the manifestation of that is now going to come. It will come and it's going to bring the source of the, it's going to bring the finances, the money. It's going to bring the cash in order to build that city as you continue to work toward the thing you are attracting. And it's probably going to be billions of dollars rather than a million dollars. 
Because now the, the kinetic belief is drawing into the vacuum the, what is required for your imagination to manifest. And I hope that all makes sense. But this is the way that it works. And so that's why it's so important that you begin to holistic, holistically construct and blueprint with a bias for your purpose, knowing just that this is why you are here and you unconditionally fall in love with that and you're never going to turn to the left or to the right. No one can talk you out of it. This is why you are here and then you will be fully furnished to be able to perfect the reason that you are here. Um, and, and that's that's in the simplest of terms. Can you take us into a, and that's the simple version. Can you take us into a deeper understanding of that symmetry that you're talking about and that vacuum that we're creating? Um, how, how is that being created and you know, what's filling it up? I just want to, I know you've gone over that before, but I think we could do with a, <laughs> another refresher course okay, on it. Sure. Deep breath. Okay. Um, one way to understand attraction and how it works is quantum symmetry. Okay, so we know that whatever you choose to believe about money creates quantum symmetry, all right? In other words, if your beliefs are fear-based, then whatever you fear is going to manifest against you. Well, the quantum symmetry of whatever you are positively excited about to believe will be attracted to manifest for you. It comes to advance you, to advance your mind, body, and soul, to advance your life, to advance your happiness and your joy your uh, your subjectivity for uh, being optimistically happy. So symmetry simply means that the orientation can be swapped either way. And that's what it means in quantum physics. It can be either be positive or it can be negative. It can't be neutral. It has to be one or the other. So you create the negative by fearing it. You create the negative circumstance. You have a negative life You by uh, incorporating fear into it. You're listening to condemnation. You're listening to judgments. You have border bullies in your life. You've got people with access to you that are speaking negatively about you or somebody else. And often, you know, that's another thing. So many people are, they are doing whatever they have to do to get away from anybody that will say anything bad about them. But I'm, I'm willing to talk about other people. <laughs> Just don't talk about me. It's the same thing. It, has, that, that it will manifest negatively against you if you are involved in negative source information about anybody. And so you create negatively by fearing things. Fear is a negative faith. Fear is a negative belief. It's, it still manifests whatever is negative or whatever is feared. Or you can positively imagine that you have a tremendous amount of wealth, that you're going to build that city. <laughs> and I, I, oh boy, I'm glad that's not calling on my life. But you're going to build a town somewhere. <laughs> the, the proof that you are attracting the good thing that you desire, the proof of that is going to be your excitement. It's going to be your gratitude. It's going to be your sense of thankfulness. It's going to be the, the absence of fear or doubt your um, unwillingness to listen to naysayers or people that are judging you or condemning you or any of those things. But we see these types of, of symmetries in our bodies. For example, you have a left arm which mirrors your right arm. Well, this is quantum symmetry. Or a person that is fearful about their money, in quantum terms, they're going to attract what they fear. Belief has a substance. The bias of what you believe always attracts like kind to, to show up in your life. That actually makes a lot of sense. I mean, in understanding um, the science behind manifestation, that it's not just a genie in a bottle, <laughs> that you are right. you are right. very in a very real, tangible way activating uh, real principles in the universe that are proven and that people can see and you can touch it and feel it and know it to be true. I think that's incredibly powerful. Um, today you're talking specific, specifically about the money flow, which it sounds different than maybe what we've talked about recently, which is just manifesting money and a flow indicates this ongoing thing. So I want to get a better understanding of, because obviously ongoing money is more exciting than one time singular money. <laughs> so, and that is, that is the purpose of understanding kinetic belief and how the law of attraction works. Because if you don't understand the flow, here's where most good intentioned creators, they miss it. And the very thing that you're, you're talking about now is what happens is most people, they even when they 
they start off in the law of attraction and they, they have a little bit of success with it. But what happens is they're still double-minded about money. And if you're double-minded about anything, and here we're talking about money, if you're double-minded, then you keep changing the quantum symmetry of your belief. In other words, the randomness of your belief back and forth, back and forth. Well, you know, you, you get all psyched up and you've, you're working through my uh, guided journal, the, the Law of Attraction journal, and okay, you're ready and you're, you're heading out the door to do some things. And then somebody challenges what you're doing. And so you consider the challenge and you start to doubt your, your purpose. Well, the randomness of that kind of belief, what it does is it leaves you vulnerable to condemnation and bullying, fear, lack. Uh, you're a victim because you're not agreeing with your original source purpose for life. You're not meditating to remain strong-minded about it. You haven't envisioned it. You've not, you haven't meditated to see yourself from the highest viewpoint of that thought form of your purpose, and so you're still weak-minded. And being weak-minded opens you up to be double-minded. And on the quantum level, double-mindedness, what it does is it just continues exchanging with its own antiparticle, effectively changing the symmetry. And so what happens is you end up attracting... Um, it has nothing to do with anything other than just what randomly shows up in your life. And most often, all this person ever gets out of life is exactly what they've already got. They'll go through life achieving very, very little, unless they, they win the lottery, but even that will come with fear. And it seems like the the real culprit of all that are emotions, that you're being led around by by emotional moments and i know that you've taught us that that mental discipline that's what that's what needs to kick in when you know maybe you don't have the best emotions about money on that day well and that's right that's right and it it should never have anything at all to do with your emotions <laughs> that's you know i don't care if your emotions are fantastic or if they're horrible get them out of the way a person that can control their emotions can accomplish anything in life. Anything. The, the world's fundamental belief system is defined in a way that what most people desire has been conformed by a method evaluation, or another way of saying that is just by emotions. Um, how I feel about what I believe. How I feel about what other people say about what I should or should not believe. It's based in feelings and emotions. And that is a system of, of it's what I call just a method evaluation. In other words, there's a system in the world right now that was born out of a competitive race of people, a competitive world of people, if you will. And it, it says that what one person imagines to believe is more valuable than what another person imagines to believe. For example, one person may attend some elite university like Yale or Oxford, wherever, and then since that person went to the elite college, um, what they imagine to believe then is, because they went to the elite college, is more valuable. It's more productive than what somebody who never went to college can imagine to believe. Well, that's the world system of valuation belief. And if you believe that to be true, then it's true for you. And so the, the system of belief valuation, that's how winners and losers are classed against one another. And there are other examples of the valuation belief system as well. But yeah, that's one of the biggest challenges, Megan, you know, to, to, to most everybody is believing that what you believe has, is, is worthy. Look, there's no one that's actually, there, there is no one better than you. And hey, there's no one worse than you. We're all equal co-creators. But what you believe, that's, that's what is important. Your family name, how much wealth you may have inherited, your net worth, whatever. None of that matters. If you're ready to begin receiving what you desire, then immediately stop, quit adhering to this system of belief valuation. So talking about this method of valuation that seems to have this huge effect on us manifesting. I want to understand that better. So a method of valuation that is directly related to us, how we're valuing ourselves and our own output. Uh, the valuation system basically convinces you, convinces most people that um, because of your family name, because of where you went to school, because of your IQ, because um, you are a, 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 a lowly citizen and not the king or the president, whatever the reason is, this is a valuation system that's saying, I'm going to rank your belief according to the, what you can see out here. 
In other words, the, the president of the United States, his, the substance of his belief will produce more than the substance of your belief, and that's incorrect. Mm. But it's only correct for those that believe that. So is this something that we are developing for ourselves, that we need to develop our own valuation system for ourselves? Your valuation system should go something like this. Whatever you, you are the king of your destiny in the land of the living with authority and dominion that belongs solely and only to you. And you have final authority over the life that you are going to live. No one else has that unless you give it to them. Unless you believe some uh, perceived valuation system uh, for the beliefs in the world, if you get out, get away from that. In fact, I'd say cast that down as an imagination. If any time it shows up and you start feeling a sense of unworthiness, that you are not as good as somebody else, that what you think isn't as important as what somebody else thinks. Get away from that. That's part of the valuation system. And all that does is it demeans you and it devalues your own sense of self-worth. And when that happens, then you just become a, a, a random victim to circumstances and you are just a pawn for those that are exercising their dominion incorrectly over you to control you and to, to lead you into a life that you were not designed to live. That's a really important point, too, because it, it really takes us back to something that you've that you've taught um, in many episodes, which is you don't have to be smart. You don't have to have certain skills or giftings to fulfill your heart's desire because the law of attraction is the law of attraction in itself. And it's not, the law of attraction doesn't go, well, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to work for you. You didn't go to Oxford or you didn't, um, you know, make all A's in high school or you're a dropout or whatever. I mean, I just love that it's an entity. The law of attraction, manifestation, kinetic belief is all an entity within itself. And you can just activate it and utilize it just as much as you could gravity or, or anything else. I just, I think that's such an important thing to be reminded of. In quantum mechanics of what you were just talking about in symmetry, uh, all those things that you were saying the law of attraction says, it says that if you do. The law of attraction in symmetry will absolutely mirror whatever you say or do. What you believe leads to your good destiny. Rather, nothing is missing or whether you enjoy perfected health or wealth, whatever it is, where you belong to a, you can belong to a community of like-minded kinetic believers by just whatever it is you want to do, whatever you, you want to attract, whatever you desire, your destiny operates in the quantum symmetry of time, which follows the same laws of physics, whether the system runs forward or backwards in time. In other words, your abilities are immutable. They are unchanging, and they will always establish your original purpose regardless of your age. And I hear this a lot. We do. We people will come up to us and say, well, I just, you know, I wish I was 20 years younger so I could start doing some of the things you're talking about. No, you are, you are already free from the world's system of belief valuation. You just need to walk away from the hitching post. No, no one can tie you to it but you. You have to know who you are and where you are free to go. But you've got to keep hearing what I'm telling you. And you have to keep stirring yourself up in what I'm saying. You have to change what you believe about everything that you've been seeing and allowing yourself to hear. Because the manifesting creator is the kinetic believer who unconditionally loves themselves just like they are. And that's the one that understands what unconditional love actually is. Unconditional love means that you can no longer be disappointed. And disappointment simply means that you had a timetable for manifestation. That's all it means. Well, as a purposeful kinetic believer, you get to choose to believe your, your destiny according to your original purpose that you've located on the inside. And so you begin manifesting money as required by your purpose, not just for the sake of money, but as required by your purpose. So make a big one. Make it bigger than that. Go back and make it even bigger. But make sure that it is still in tune and in agreement with your original source purpose. Your chosen unconditional love simply means that you are intimately aware of yourself and that you adore who you are. Wow, that is that is so good to remember all of that, especially when, again, I like that today we're talking about getting into a flow because so many times we start and stop and start and stop in this process. So getting into that kinetic belief flow and getting into that total immersion, changing how you see your destiny, that, that you're destined to be these things, really is just 
unbelievably life-changing, isn't it? I mean, just how you're envisioning your future. It's completely life-changing if, we, because, you know, here's the if thing. If you say it is. <laughs> if you say, well, and here's the thing. This, right. uh, maybe 50 years from now, this won't be quite as life-changing because we are uh, emerging into this this uh, uh, era of enlightenment. Hmm. But right now, we're at the, the apex of change. We, we've climbed up this hill and we, you know, we still got one foot in, in competitiveness and, and another one over here in creativity. And so while in advancing to enjoy life peacefully and joyfully with optimistic happiness, we can see it on the horizon. There are people already doing it. And before now, 1% of the population has been successfully doing this. But now what's happening is it's not just 1% anymore. And the, the genie's out of the bottle, I guess you could say, because un, and quantum mechanics is, is <laughs> it's catching up with, with religions and thought disciplines and all those things. So understanding here we are understanding symmetries within the universe that allow us to observe these these laws of physics from the conservation of energy or the conservation of momentum and so why is this important to you it's because the conservation of momentum is how we understand the powerful manifesting results of not being moved off of our desires that we're talking about. You see, we're no longer emotionally controlled by what negative influencers are saying or trying to do to us. Conservation of momentum is the universe creating forces of kinetic belief. And now this is the secret. Don't tell anybody, but this is the secret that will either cause every human being to in, enjoy their original destiny or to uh, tragically miss it. A, a person that believes they are destined for greatness is the person that has looked within themselves and agreed with what they saw. Your sense of destiny, it attracts the substance of your desire to arrange the circumstances of your life and to perfect symmetry with your original purpose. And these are the people who are least surprised when their great wealth continues to manifest and it just becomes them and it's always there and it keeps showing up. Wealth just simply becomes them. And those are the least surprised people. Wow. You know, I love that we've walked through so many different factions of this today from the symmetry of it to it being your destiny, seeing yourself that way. Um, and I like the destiny thing because that keeps coming to mind because it, and to me, it is so much more powerful than just saying, oh, look, there's a million dollars. I'm going to believe for that. It, that that's so different. It is so much higher and deeper. And, and I think it's easier to visualize. It's easier to even get behind that belief that I am destined for greatness. I'm destined for wealth. I am destined for happiness. This is who I am. It's who I'm meant to be instead of just disassociating and saying, eh, I, I wish I had some money. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I will tell you this. If you think that accumulating and just, just attracting a lot of money is your destiny, you're still not there. You've missed it. That's nobody's destiny. And that kind of money will always come with sorrow. Uh, I, you know, Maya Angelou, whom I knew and, and used to spend time with in North Carolina, she once said that you can only become truly accomplished at something that you love. Mm. She said, don't make money your goal. Instead, pursue the things you love doing and then do them so well that people can't take their eyes off of you. <laughs> there it is. She just summed up like, years of <laughs> teaching <laughs> she, she's pretty bless her heart. She's, she's pretty amazing i love my wow yeah. you know i i do love it though that talking about simplifying simplifying things that uh, out of all the the knowledge and wisdom from today i just cannot get the hitching post analogy out of my head <laughs> like that's what i'm gonna remember like okay megan stop stop allowing yourself to be tied Those to a hitching things, post yeah. that doesn't exist <laughs> you know untether yourself from these from these fake things yeah well well, what you choose to believe will attract to manifest like kind. If you don't get anything else out of this podcast today, just remember that. What you choose to believe is going to attract to manifest like kind. And again, so many people um, haven't known this until now. Most creators are already aware that some unseen force is working in their lives. Most people are aware of that. But they don't, they don't really understand exactly what's happening. And these are people that, these are creators that a lot of them maybe have never heard of kinetic belief or the law of attraction or any of the things that we talk about. For example, the, the simple act of being open to discovery, just being open to it, not being closed-minded, 
not being stubborn and just, well, I'm too old to, to learn anything, can't teach an old dog new tricks and all those things. No, this, just the act of being open to discovery attracts new wisdom. Have you ever thought to ask somebody a, a question, Megan, and as soon as you open up your mouth to ask them, the answer comes to you? All the time. I mean, and you don't even get it out of your mouth. You just, you, you've got some, I don't need to ask them. And well, I do that with you all the time. If I can't find something, I go, hey, Steve, come in here. And the moment you enter the room, I'm like, okay, found it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, now, how does that happen? Look, you've made, here's what happens. You make the decision to agree to receive information that already exists. Hmm. And you are moving from a state of closed-mindedness to a cognitive conscious state of awareness. So on the quantum level, the subsequent substance of your observation manifests the answer. In other words, the person that you were about to ask was the catalyst for your belief. So the original substance of your thought form reacted in symmetry to attract your request. Wow. The power of your thought forms, blueprinted by the bias of your imagination, they can produce anything that you imagine to create. It's always going to be your readiness for manifestation. In other words, look, when you are ready to act, when you're ready to show up, that's the same thing as you coming into agreement with the original source of your purpose. That's the moment that you begin attracting substance in symmetry to the vacuum that you've created with a desire. You've heard the, that old wise saying, well, where there is a will, there's a way. <laughs> well, every possible thing already exists. And all of that information flows, like we're talking about money. There's a flow, just like a river, toward the willing creator. You've got to be willing. You have to be willing to, to recognize it as your purpose. Willingness. Every inventive idea greater abilities, improved intellect, more wisdom, creative ideas, the substance of which flows uh, where the, the substance of all of that flows where it's invited to flow, where there's no resistance. So just eagerly looking for whatever you've decided to desire and the substance always is going to respond to your gratitude. You've got to have gratitude. And that gratitude is just, it's just another way of saying, I believe it. And I'm not fearful that it's not going to happen. So I'm grateful. I'm excited about it. I know what I know and I know it's coming to me. I know I've already got it. Why? Because it's my destiny. First your mind, then the substance of the matter. I love that you're combining gratitude with this destiny idea because it makes it so much easier to to get into that deeply energetic gratitude mindset when you it's almost as if you're king of whatever country and you're and you're going oh i'm so excited to be king this is awesome this is my destiny i'm supposed to do this as opposed to you know because i think that's a big part of the struggle sometimes when manifesting is you're trying to get like pseudo excited about about a thing that you're hoping will maybe show up and this is this just takes it totally immediately to that next level of I'm excited about who I am. I'm excited about my identity. My destiny is my identity. And this is really, again, I feel like this is supercharging. You know, you talk about that velocity of belief, which is also the willingness you were referring to. But that's just, I love that combination of being grateful for your destiny, being grateful for who you are, that identity. Yeah, you hit on. You have to believe who you are. You got to believe you have authority. You have to believe that you have dominion. You've got to believe those things and take control and take authority over your life and stop being led around. Would if you were the king, would you be told what to do? Absolutely not. See yourself as that. <laughs> be a loving one and don't be demanding. And 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 by all means, do not control other people. That's their business. What they think is their business. What they say is their business. The only thing, if you want to change anything, change your attitude. There was an 18th century British politician by the name of Edmund Burke, and he once said that if we command our wealth, we shall be rich and free. If our wealth commands us, we are poor indeed. <laughs> and that is so true. Take command over your money. Command it. Demand it. Be, have authority. And know who you are in order to do that. And say these things out loud. Let's just say it right now. So repeat after me, if you will. Just say, my creative genius. My creative genius. Attracts great wealth. Attracts great wealth. I have entered into the greatness. I have 
entered into the greatness of my prosperity. Of my prosperity. I am aligned. I'm aligned with my destiny. With my destiny. I always follow my genius. I always follow my genius. And I have great wealth. And I have great wealth. I am aware of my original purpose. I'm aware of my original purpose. I'm attracting money. I'm attracting money. No, I'm attracting money. No, I'm attracting money. For my life's purpose. <laughs> for my life's purpose. <laughs> Every solution for attracting money. Every solution for attracting money. Hey. Hey. It's in within me. It's within me. I am manifesting the substance. I'm manifesting the substance. Of my original purpose. Of my original purpose. I can afford. I can afford. Whatever. Whatever. I desire. I desire. My desire. My desire. For prosperity. For prosperity. Is fulfilled. Is fulfilled. I am steadfast in my kinetic belief. I'm steadfast in my kinetic belief. For attracting great wealth. For attracting great wealth. Into my life. Into my life. No, into my life. Nope, into my life. My passions are being revealed. <laughs> my passions are being revealed. <laughs> They're being promoted. They're being promoted. They are unique. They are unique. They are fabulous. They are fabulous. They were a gift. They're a gift. To me. To me. No, to me. <laughs> no, to me. <laughs> From the substance of things hoped for. <laughs> From the substance of things hoped and for. And my life. And my life. Is now evidence. Is now evidence. Of what was not previously. Of what was not previously. Seen before. Seen before. Wow. How do you like me now? How do you like me now? <laughs> Show me the money. The money flow. Oh, you know, I love that we really ended to right before that affirmation talking about being a, a king, really, because you you then went into leadership and, you know, shouldn't we be the rulers and the king and the leader of our own lives? So many times we look to be led around. And in order for this to work, you have to take that dominion and that authority and that, you know, take your rightful place in your own life of king or queen or whatever you want to call it. Be that leader for yourself. And it's understanding that that authority and that dominion is over you. It's over your yes. original source. It's over your genius uh, creativity on the inside. You take authority over that and you put a demand on yourself and you become an expression of unconditional love toward yourself so that you will be championed by yourself in dominion of yourself and you're all of a sudden you're you're advancing your territory is expanding and you're advancing your mind your body and your soul toward perfected life oh that's a life worth living it really is oh that's the one worth living exactly it's the one that you that you are actually excited to wake up to every single morning no matter what um wow what a fantastic episode this has been lots of new revelation knowledge that we can that we can and that's what i love about these episodes is at the end of them i always feel like there's something i can actually walk out the door today and implement into my life actually do it put my hands to it put my mind to it and make it work Yep. So much fun. Get the guided journal, 100-day Law of Attraction guided journal, and so that I can work with you in manifesting your heart's desire. But before you get that, or when you get that, make sure that you get the workbook. Oh my goodness. It's going to reveal your purpose for being here. It's short, it's sweet, and it's direct, and it gets you there in a hurry. And what, it, what I do is I guide you through the pages to discover your original purpose for being right here in the land of the living. Instead of, instead of getting up every day and looking around going, now what? When you're talking a lot about the Purpose Workbook, which is so powerful in taking that first step toward that perfected life, um, and I'm also excited about the Wealth Manifesting Wealth Workbook as well. That one is really specific to what we've done today, and I think it's actually an incredible sort of follow-up to the Purpose Workbook because that's the Absolutely. that's the first step, and then all of a sudden you're like, okay, I have my purpose, mm -hmm. I'm ready. It's it's just a great segue. Yep, that's right. Most people just don't know who they are. And I, we're going to a retirement party this coming Saturday, and, and the gentleman who's celebrating his 30 years with a company is, he told me recently, he said, I don't know what to do now. <laughs> he doesn't know who he is. He's worked for a company, ABC, for all these years, doesn't know who he is. And so and what, they, what most people end up doing is they look around one day just to realize they've been living somebody else's life, doing what they've only been told to do. No, you are a unique, one-of-a-kind creator, but you need to know what your purpose is. Get the workbook. Book. Just download <laughs> it, print it out. It doesn't take long. You will be amazed at what it's going to show you. Before 30 years comes and goes. Just hurry, <laughs> hurry, get the workbook. And you might find that, hey, you're just... Uh, uh, la dee da skip on back down to the office tomorrow because it's your purpose. It's where yeah. you're supposed to be. But you need to know that so that yeah. you can begin expanding and enjoying that rather than second guessing uh, every day of your life. When I love, Steve, how you always tell us that you have something so spectacularly unique to give. 
And when you're not pursuing that piece of yourself, you, you really are withholding it from yourself and from everyone around you. I mean, we all have these things within us that can only be given and can only be shared by us. That's, that's incredibly powerful to know. That's a great point, Megan. We're always talking about, you know, advancing your own life. But look, you are part of, a, you're part of humanity. You are a creator among creators. You've got something to offer everybody else. And so stop being selfish and, and, <laughs> and too lazy to under, uncover what that is. Live your best life so that you can love other people. Love those that are that you do love and be an expression of more and an abundance to them. Live your best life. Enjoy traveling and flying around and enjoy eating well and dressing well and living like you want to live and enjoy advancing your gifting so that you can share those with other people. Enjoy getting out of fear and listening to the noise of condemnation and all of the the uh, the, the fighting around the world among politicians and governments. Get away from all that. It's not worth it. It's not yours. It's not, it's not what you're supposed to be doing. I can tell you this, as we enter this new age of enlightenment, that's going to soon be a thing of the past. Okay. Thank you for another action-packed episode. This was, We're about to launch into another I know. <laughs> another hour here. I guess we need to wrap it up, right? Yeah. Well, there's, there's always <laughs> okay. tomorrow. There's okay. always tomorrow. All right. Okay. So much fun. Hey, the website, kineticbelief.com. Uh, send Megan an email at kineticbelief at <laughs> stephencanyon.com. You're sending the team an email. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Please. Uh, oh, I so love it. Fun. Kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com. There's also Instagram. That's going to be at stephencanyon. And honestly, we just love hearing from people. I just can't get enough of it. I can't get enough of the emails. I can't get enough of the comments. I just love it. It's like we're one big kinetic family. Well, yeah, that's true. And you can become a part of the family. We love expanding it and growing it. And I also hope to see you soon at one of our Mastering the Universe workshops. Absolutely. I'm just noticing the, uh, the tides going out. Let's go for a run. Oh, okay. You want to? Yeah, I think so. I just saw dolphins out there, actually. All right. See you folks. Everybody will be back again tomorrow. (laughs) See you tomorrow. Thanks, Steve. Bye.